Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Today's topic is about soul connection, the key to happiness as a female entrepreneur featuring Tessa Alburn. We'll be getting started in just a moment. Hi everyone, I am your host Virginia Parsons and it really is my passion to provide you, the viewer, with a goldmine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. I'm so excited to introduce you to Tessa in just a moment, but before we get started, I want to say thank you, the viewer, for being here today, whether live or in replay, I know that your time is valuable. And I really wanna commend you for taking the time to be here for what I think is a very special and important topic around soul connection. Now, before we get started, I have a preview for you. And if you could do me a great favor, that would be wonderful. And that is while you're watching the preview, could you go ahead and help spread the word by clicking those buttons that'll help get the word out to anyone else you know who might benefit by this powerful information. And we'll be getting started right after the preview. So we are getting started now. Today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com where you can receive a complimentary live stream marketing assessment. And my, why might you want to take advantage of that? Well, first of all, it'll only take you a couple of minutes. And as a result, you're going to learn a lot more about how to use live stream and video to brand, grow, and market your business. And you might even qualify for a complimentary shine strategy session with me where we'll sit down and discuss your business and how you can use live stream video to brand, grow, and market your business more effectively so that you can get recognized as a go-to expert in your niche. All you need to do is text pound success to 775-800-4179 or if you're out of the country, you can certainly go to hangout-marketing.com 
and take that assessment. As I said, it will only take you a couple of minutes. Now, let's get into the show. And I really am excited to introduce you to Tessa today and what we're going to be talking about. So here's the thing. Does happiness sometimes feel elusive or fleeting for you? And have you ever struggled to find and experience true happiness in your life as a woman, as a business owner, or as a leader? If so, my special guest, Tessa Auburn, will guide you to a deeper understanding of how lacking a soul connection is keeping you from genuine happiness in life and in business. Now, during this interview, Tessa will discuss, first of all, why soul connection is so important, and then what you need to let go of in the process, and finally, what to cultivate for true happiness. Now, Tessa is the founder of Realized Soul and has served women and men for over 20 years as a guide, an intuitive coach, healer, and curriculum designer. The focus of her practice is helping women unlock their dream by getting you deeply connected to your authentic soul and who you came here to be so that your inner fire lights up and you finally get your creative project fully expressed and into the world. Tessa is also a classically trained vocalist and flautist and often begins or brings the restorative power of sound into her retreats. She's lived in nine states, five countries, and has scuba dived in more than a thousand times in beautiful waters from around the world. Welcome, Tessa. Wow, you are an experienced lady for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you for that lovely introduction. And, you know, sometimes I forget about some of my life um, experiences, right? And just all the richness that has brought to me and um, the wisdom, the wisdom that's just shown up in everything that's happened. So <laughs> it's great to be here, Virginia. I love having you, Tessa, and I love that you've had this experience or all of these rich life experiences, mm -hmm. and I know that they contribute to happiness on a really deep level. So let's talk yes. for a moment about how you came to really embrace this idea of the importance of soul connection. You know, most of our viewers are interested in the path, the story, the backstory, what I call and maybe defining moments around how you came to be doing your life's work this way. So would you share that with our audience? Oh my goodness. Well, I'll certainly share a little bit of it. Um, you know, as a young child, I probably had my earliest initiation into soul connection and to alternate realities um, at about the age of five through my dream life. and. Um, then I kind of forgot it because it wasn't like talked about. It wasn't, you know, embraced. I was <laughs> made to feel like I didn't belong. There was something wrong with me. Um, and so I just kind of hid that part away. And I used to sneak books from the library on mythology and like deeper psychological truths and things like this, like as a, as a young child. And I would hide them in my locker. I was so embarrassed that I had them, but they, they really helped me 
gain an understanding that there was so much more to life and there had to be a reason that I was going through the experiences I was going through as a young girl, which were not often very pleasant. So, um, you know, at, I think it was six and a half, almost seven, when I, when I pretty much had like a big breakdown, if you will, around the idea of God. Uh, I had been raised um, in a um, Methodist household mostly because my mom was a church choir director. And, and I just thought, how could God do this? You know, how could there be so much pain and so much suffering? And so I just entered into these big questions most of my life trying to find those answers and my journey took me to many many places and um you know i'm 60 in my 60s early my young 60s now and much has transpired what i never could have perceived is that the richness from all my endeavors, whatever I set about to do, even if it was to like go on a bender, like the, the richness is go in going on a bender or learning to meditate or just continuing to experience and find that um, truth or be able to express my truth from my soul because I was just being told everywhere I turned, no, that doesn't work, You that doesn't fit in, you need to be silent, be seen, not heard, all those messages. So eventually through um, extensive off and on depression, I knew there, I just knew I had to break away from it all. And I started to study, um, study alternate realities in terms of like shamanic journeying was one of the um, arenas that I studied in and practiced uh, very, very, in a very committed way. And I learned to use my brain and entrain myself to receive direct information from sources that were greater than us, like greater than uh, any authority that I'd ever met. Um, and I knew they were greater because I could feel the truth of them in myself. And so that kicked off a whole new uh, journey in my adulthood. And it's just been growing ever since. I love your story, you know, because I identify with it. I am sure that there's a number of people watching who identify with it. Mm -hmm. And those of you who are watching, if you hear any gems or or statements that Tessa shares with you that you really resonate with, I'd love to hear that from you. So, you know, a gem for me is that questioning at a very young age when so many of us were exposed to um, some form of religious um, upbringing. And questioning, I had very similar questions about this, Tessa, because I couldn't understand how there could there should be so much love, and yet I saw so much hatred and um, things that I thought were just so not right in the world. So I'm really, I'm really resonating with that for you. And what's interesting is the long journey that you went on to find a deeper truth, a deeper connection. And as you say, source um, that felt to you the correct resonance, if that's the right term. 
So thank you for sharing that because I do think that this is kind of a universal question that many young people sort of struggle with. And sometimes they don't find that source. Instead, they just let religious religion drop away completely. And so, of course, that's their path. But nonetheless, I just think sharing that background is really, really important. And now, of course, you have taken your discovery on this soul path to such a deep level. And I do feel that as we all get older and mature, we do discover more information, greater depth to our understanding. So it's wonderful to have you here and sharing this experience with us today. So let's get into the very first topic, which is why that soul connection is so very important for everyone. Yes, you know, I think there's a lot of desire for people to connect with their souls and, um, but it's often what I would call like an immature placement of what that connection is really about. Um, like we might seek, you know, soul connection and love, right? Um, and soul connection, I, I want to make sure my purpose is out there. But there, there are a lot of um, con ego, if you will, um, but more, I would say, childhood desires for fulfillment than true soul connection. So I think it's gotten a little bit, um, it's been misunderstood, really, what soul connection is. And they, there are a number of reasons, but the main thing is that our soul, our soul isn't trying to find a soul connection because that's going to fulfill the soul. That's actually coming from the ego side of things. The, the ego is wanting to be loved. It's wanting to be recognized. It wants celebrity, whatever it wants. But the soul itself, is its main thrust, its main uh, richness, its desire for us is simply to have us evolve, to have us learn so we are the happiest and our soul is the happiest when we are learning and we need to be in alignment with what we're learning but that learning and realizing wow there's just so much more to know right we're never done um, when we continue to learn we open up to greater and greater consciousness uh, without this kind of understanding and connection with one's own soul which one needs to listen for that connection as well, uh, to hear the voice of their soul. Without it, you can feel lost. You can feel like you're not sure you have the, you're on the right direction, you're constantly questioning yourself, or maybe you feel like, well, my ideas just aren't ready, or they don't fit for what's happening right now, or ah, um, you know, so like I see this a lot with creatives and empaths as well, like they just want to kind of hide what's going on. But when you're in soul connection and you're living from that place, um, you're able to make decisions that are important to make. Without that connection, you're always going to be questioning. You can be there's going to be some sliver of doubt, and it's easy to get off your highest path, the the highest reason that you're here um, for. So, I I you know when you're connected with your soul you almost can't go wrong. And the alignment becomes more easy, grace-filled, uh, even when there are challenges. 
The other piece I think I see with my clients and those who are living from that place of soul, and, and I'm like pointing to myself here, it's like in your heart, but it's beyond your heart. It's like maybe it's in the back of your heart and it's emanating out. It has a resonance and energy, um, but it's a different energy than say the heart energy of just pure love for someone. Um, when you're connected with this deeper river of soul, you must be in integrity. You just simply can't be out of it. And the moment you are, you're like, oh, I got off course, let me get back on. Is this making some sense, Virginia? I was ready to interject, but I wanted you to get all that richness out there for us. <laughs> so I'm gonna just sort of uh, try to summarize to tell you how it's making sense for me. And I wanna hear from the rest of you, what are you picking up from this? Because this is this is really wise discussion going on here from Tessa around you know the idea that there are some things that you call immature placement of this idea of connection. When you're thinking it from an ego standpoint, uh, when you're thinking about you know the love, a love connection, or you know what is my purpose, and those are not bad things. But you're talking about, from my understanding, something that goes much deeper. You call it a, a river of soul connection, the flow of the connection that is just so much richer and really is when you know you're truly on course. I would like to explore that with you just a little bit more. How does someone really know when they are really in connection with a deeper soul level? versus that ego that is all part of being here on this earth plane. So we can't just ignore ego, but how do we move into what you call that deeper river of connection and know that that's where we've gotten? Well, that's a great question. I think there are two parts to what you're asking. Um, I will, I'll start with the, the first, which is how do we know we're connected? This takes some attunement. We are so disembodied and so traumatized as a society, as individuals, as a world consciousness, that we need to learn how to become really still and feel it. So I talk about it like feeling it. It's like feeling it emotionally. There's some emotion, but it's also an energy that one attunes to. So your soul, one soul could speak to them in various ways. And we each need to learn how to listen to that soul for us. So the way that I hear mine is not going to be the same as how you hear yours, Virginia. And But there are moments where you know unequivocally that is my soul. There is no question about it. It's unattached to what is happening as a result or a goal that I have or an outcome that I need to have or some reward that I want or some acknowledgement. It's just pure energy that makes me feel I am completely in here, my light is in here, and there's this rich, richer, um, it's almost a passion, but it's not like what we usually think about as passion. 
Um, it's a depth and it's a connection to all that is. And then we work with that and we connect it to our light, our spirit, and we cultivate our light and we allow the soul to direct that. So the soul is like a director for the light. And we, so <laughs> the how might be um, a lot of embodiment, like figuring out, well, what's this mean when I feel this or I sense that? What is that? What is that talking to me? Finding places of stillness within ourselves and without in the world where we know the only information coming to us comes from like deep knowing. Deep knowing. If anyone who's listening has ever surrendered to something in their life, really surrendered, the few moments after that surrender is pure, usually pure soul connection. It's surrender of everything that we've been trying to control and it's allowing the universal energy to lift us up and carry us forward without having to know and um, direct it all ourselves. So it's, it's like, in a way, um, letting go of the questioning. And yes, instead, it's sure. an inner knowing. Um, you've moved into a place of trust. And as you say, you've let go of what you would consider any outcome one way or another. You've surrendered. And to me, it sounds uh, very expansive. And I know of, of circumstances where I have gone into that stillness, and that's the what you say is so important. And I would agree, boy, we need a lot more stillness in this world and in our life to connect on a soul level, no doubt about it. I have had those experiences on numerous occasions, and it's not what I'm looking for. So that's what I'm getting at. It's, oh, the connection, I feel this, I can tell it. And all of a sudden, I will get what I would call a stream of consciousness of something of information I never even expected or was looking for, but it came to me and it came to me with great ease, um, very comfortably, naturally, and it's sort of like, oh, an aha moment. But for me, it just came from a place of feeling very expansive. So I think I know what it feels like <laughs> to be connected, but I didn't, I did want to hear it from your voice and your wise experience. <laughs> yes, I love that you brought in the word expansive. It absolutely is. Um, and it's it's expansive and still at the same time. It's really, you know, words are <laughs> a challenge to describe the soul, certainly. Um, people have attempted to do that over the years. Um, you know, one of the other questions that you had was, what will we need to do to get there to be able to have that soul connection. And um, that that brings me to a few points that I'd love to touch on for our listeners here. Um, because when we have let go of all the stuff that we've been thinking we needed to hold on to, then we, we and we start to recognize that, oh, that is my soul, then we can cultivate it. But first we need to let go of some things. And one of the primary things we need to let go of is suffering, suffering in any form. We're also going to need to let go of ideas, rules, 
um, <laughs> all the conditioning, the programming that keeps you in suffering, telling you this is how it's supposed to be. And if that's not happening, then you're bad, you're wrong. You know, you haven't made, you haven't been successful, whatever it is. So to be soul connected, you need to let go of suffering. And um, I think there could be some surprises here. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna share a few of these things that we would wanna let go of to have that soul connection. Um, I'm kind of laughing at myself because not long ago, I, I needed to let go of anger. <laughs> I was creating a lot of suffering for myself because I was so angry. And eventually I was able to do that. But I was like, this is so interesting. Why is this showing up? The, the first suffering that I really want to bring to your attention is the suffering of silence, being in silence, uh, feeling stifled, and or that sense that if I share something or if I ask for something, I'm going to be rejected or I'm going to be unloved or I'm going to be worse, shamed or humiliated, right? Any of those lower forms of rejection. reaching out, sharing what's going on, even if it's super painful. So it's really, really essential. And giving up the suffering of that stifledness, like that's actually a choice to be feeling stifled. So there are ways one can express, um, even if it doesn't fit in the current parameter of uh, the situation. So finding other ways to express so that you're not feeling stifled, giving up the suffering of not knowing. Um, I, love, I love this because when we hit a roadblock in our consciousness, we often will, you know, revert to, well, I just don't know what that is. You know, it's kind of like a victim, a disempowered state. Uh, or we could go to blaming and that they've got to figure that out. We'll put it on somebody else. It's a, it, it's a way to not take responsibility. The thing that we want to do is give up the suffering around not knowing and embrace not knowing. <laughs> we also want to give up ideas of what it means to be spiritual. But I'm going to go ahead and pause here, Virginia, because I have a feeling you might have something that you want to say. <laughs> Well, I love what you're saying about giving up things, and they're not the kind of things that you give up as New Year's resolutions, are they? Definitely not. Uh, to give up suffering and to give up silence and to give up the inner critic and to give up anger, these are some of the ones that you were talking about. I see that as essential to the connection because those energies, those what I would call inappropriate beliefs, <laughs> programmed beliefs and attitudes only cloud or make the waters muddy, in my opinion. So it makes sense to me that you are having us really tune into what we need to let go of, because oftentimes we don't even realize we're hauling it around with us like a you know an old worn out backpack <laughs> that needs to get unpacked and cleaned up so that you can continue your journey so am i on track with that i would say so exactly and i think to your point you know a lot of people 
might be thinking, well, of course I know that. I do that. I'm all positive. I'm going to just be grateful today. And there's kind of a lip service to it, a lip service to actually processing and handling all those things that we're talking about, because we can't just like throw them away. We, could, we need to work with them and learn from them. There's a reason you're going through anger. There's a reason for all of these um, affects. And so when we can embrace them and learn from them, what is the lesson here on a deeper level that our soul's like, yay! (laughs) And we're creating greater and greater soul connection and maturity uh, as we take greater responsibility. All right, so let's move it into we know we got to let go of this stuff. I would call it stuff. Just the energy around that stuff is interfering with a deeper connection. So how do we go on to really cultivate happiness as we find and get more and more familiar with and are in that state of deeper connection on a more regular basis? How do we cultivate the happiness? One of the purest ways, I believe, to happiness is through experiences of direct revelation. And what I mean by this is creating your own, your very own connection with, whether you call it the universe, God, source, you know, ascended masters, whatever it is, with that cosmic life intelligence energy of all that is, is to have some form, way of accessing direct information. We want to stop giving our power away to others who say, this is how you have to do it, or this is what you should think, and instead learn methods to receive that information yourself and know if it's on the mark and to know in yourself, is this truth, is this wisdom, is this light, is this love? And to really learn to discern. So you're connecting into high levels of energy and being able to understand the messages that you're receiving. There's also an element of like a courage or a fierceness and being really embodied and empowered as you do this. And I call it like holding the sword to it. And so when I think that phrase, I'm like, yes, I am the warrior. I am the queen or the princess, right? And I'm just gonna slice and dice anything that is not truth. It uh, reminds me of um, the one of the cards in the tarot deck, the princess of swords, right? She's just slaying, she's slaying illusion. She's slaying darkness and chaos. She she has no more use for it, no more tolerance for it. And she's showing up fiercely, strongly empowered. She's not saying, oh my gosh, look at all this chaos. She's like, hell no, that is not true. And so then she can really express and embody from strength, right? Not weakness or not worrying or looking for approval. And I think the third thing I really wanted to share today with your audience is around having 
standards and safety for yourself. So when I talk about standards, I think most people kind of know what that means, but I'm, I'm talking about a deeper level of standards, truth, like standards of who you're going to be and how you're going to show up. And what are the standards that you need in response to that in order to be in relationship with others? Holding those standards and when they're not being met to know that you can lovingly and compassionately speak your truth and request a shift, request a change, request a different conversation. And the safety side of things is having a deep knowing that you're actually safe no matter what. This knowing will help you to heal the traumas that you've had and the little tests that show up <laughs> in your life. I recently had one, I, somebody bullied me in a parking lot and I was like, oh, oh, I'm actually safe. And what can I do to create more safety in this moment? Now, part of me was still, you know, resonating from that um, incursion, that energetic attack, a verbal attack, um, and partly physical on my car, actually. And I, I still had some pieces to love and to bring into the present moment. So it's really about creating safety, remembering that you're safe, doing your work to have that safety. So it's not like, um, oh, I need a gazillion protection energies around me or anything like that, or I've got to put, keep myself sequestered. It's safety from within and safety knowing that ultimately we are all safe. Your soul is safe. It is infinite and the more we can be with that the less concerned we are with the fears of the day and the more we continue to live from authenticity <laughs> there's so many powerful powerful ideas in what you just shared and I'm not going to reiterate all of them. I'm going to encourage all of you that are watching to go back and listen to this segment in particular. There's so much important information there. I love the idea of holding the sword, of being courageous and knowing what you stand for and how you show up in the world and getting really clear about that so that you're not confused or influenced by others or news or um, what would you say, the mass consciousness that the seems to be shadow. penetrating yeah. so much right now. So that's powerful, powerful information. All of you listen to all that again and think about it and reflect on it relative to your own life and your own soul connection. Uh, so much more on the standards, but finally, the idea of that we are inherently safe because we certainly all do react to physical uncertainty and threats, but to be able to 
wrap yourself around this idea that we are all inherently safe is um, just really profound and well worth thinking through um, and well worth embodying. I think we've got to embody it on the physical and connect it to the spiritual to be uh, really um, aware of that truth on a deep level. So, whew, yeah, I feel my energy expanded just from uh, connecting with you <laughs> on all of this. Tessa, I know that um, you've got places to go and people to see, but I do want to make sure that people get a little bit of an understanding about your gift because you do have a very special gift. I'm going to bring it up here and tell people where to get it and then you can tell them um, what it's about. So if you want to pick up Tessa's, I know, brilliant gift today, all you have to do is go to hmtips.com forward slash Tessa gift, hmtips.com forward slash Tessa gift. Tessa, tell them a little bit about why they want to go and grab this gift today. Absolutely. Um, this is a soul connection assessment that wherever, so wherever you are on your journey, you could be, have been doing a lot of soul work over the years, a lot of deep spiritual practice, or maybe you're even new, newer to these ideas. Um, either way, this assessment is going to help you see some of the areas where maybe you didn't know were impacting your ability to connect with your soul, to hear your soul, and to express your soul's wisdom in the world. So um, it, it just takes a few minutes. There are different, um, uh, points of access. So there's going to be some questions around intuition, empathy, uh, things of this nature, energy, embodiment. So even if you've done a lot of spiritual work, I find a lot of people that I work with who've done, you know, spiritual work for years, uh, it can be really up in their head about it and not in the here in the human experience and the embodiment of the energy and your body is here to help you to help your soul have these experiences so i think you can gain a lot of insight uh simply from taking the assessment and it would be my pleasure to uh, send you your results wonderful thank you so much for being here today and i want to thank all of you viewers as well for taking the time i know your time was well spent here today. And please, if you found this information valuable and you know someone else who would benefit by it, please send it on to them so that they can experience what you've experienced here today with Tessa. Tessa, before we go, any just final words of wisdom that you want to use to wrap everything up today? Yes, I would say that Whatever you are endeavoring upon, whatever your intention is for yourself, to add some love, have some love as a basis, right? the connection of love and self-compassion, um, and, and let that kindness help begin to guide you more than it has been so that you can speak your truth and not have to hide anymore. <laughs> thank you thank you so much let kindness well. guide you I love it <clears throat> and I love that you were here with us today Tessa and I look forward to more and more of the world seeing things from your perspective mm. and embracing energy from the wisdom that you've shared with us today so thank you so much for being here and all of you thank you for thank joining you. us 
it's been a wonderful journey. Let me bring you back up, Tessa, for just a moment. Thank you once, once again for being here, Tessa, and for all of you. Have a great week, and we'll see you on the next Inspirational Businesswoman show. Thank Bye -bye you, Virginia. Now. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message and I can't wait to interview you.